0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: The Cyclone Fanatic podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio.
0: Hey everybody, we are here on the Title Nine podcast, sounding a little bit different, but as always, we are brought to you in the Wild Rose Casino and Resort studio, uh, fueled by Cody Road. Man, we have a really good podcast here. I'm Elisa, and I have my friend, not Steph, but my friend Jamie Styer Johnson on the podcast with me. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Elisa. What, what, what? how are you i'm great this has
1: been what's been keeping me conscious today as i traveled back (laughs) to iowa from arizona so yeah
0: we talked about this earlier so you were you were definitely like scoping out the new big 12 cities am i right
1: yeah that was 100 percent the intention behind these trips that i planned back in june as well i just got back from phoenix and then i was in denver two weeks ago now so like checking out the the general vicinity of <laughs> Colorado university checking out the general vicinity of Arizona state. So, uh, happy to report uh, big thumbs up to both of them. <laughs> Definitely cities, looking forward cities. to getting back there. Yeah. I had never been to Arizona period. So yeah? that was kind of crazy that I hadn't made it out there yet. And now I'm looking at like, okay, I'm going out and visiting friends and then maybe coming back every year forever. I don't know
0: i love that so if you guys don't know jamie and i won't say you were you weren't actually out there on business but in the near future you will be out there on business eventually so jamie does the color for uh the isu women's basketball team and now newly the the women at drake as well am i right yeah
1: so i just started calling uh drake volleyball games um so i do all of those uh, their home games for ESPN plus, which is super fun. Um, and there's, there's the chance I could hop on for a couple (laughs) Drake basketball broadcasts as well. That's kind of to be determined, but yeah, just kind of adding, uh, adding to the stable there of teams that I'm kind of working with and stuff and continuing to support, promote women's sports, especially at Iowa, like literally the dream
0: yeah so you've also done volleyball you mentioned volleyball at drake you've done volleyball at iowa state as well and then you've been doing basketball for a while and the the name might sound familiar because there is a jody steyer who just happens to be friend of the pod uh, just happens to be uh, on the basketball staff as well your mom Yes,
1: yes. Had to keep the name um, for sure. You know, the, it, it means something in, in certain circles. But yeah, my mom's been uh, at Iowa State for, gosh, this is going into her 21st year uh at iowa state the mm. only job she's ever had coaching basketball which is you know Aww. we could only be so lucky uh and then my brother was a walk-on on the men's side as well so yeah, yeah this will be my this will be my fifth year for iowa state doing radio but i've been doing uh radio broadcasting for basketball for like 10 years now which is That's kind awesome. of crazy
0: that is kind of crazy i mean since you were like 12 right because you're only like <laughs> 22
1: but yeah yeah like basically just graduated <laughs> the players are definitely like not starting to freak me out with how much older I am than it's them true. or anything
0: like it's that it's true so your mom um does hook me up every once in a while with tickets which we love uh but what she actually hooks us up with more is that she like gets the players to come over and love on my daughter mm-hmm. and like get my daughter excited about basketball which is what we love nice like held her hand and brought her to the locker room last year and just like loving on when somebody's gonna love on my daughter oh that's just that's I mean it's it really me. like
1: it, it doesn't take a whole lot of prodding it's like hey like that kid over there and before you're even yeah. done talking they're like oh yeah got it like I know and took her back I know Ash was like hi let me show you
0: everything (laughs) no it was hilarious like everyone's trying to get ashley's attention and ashley jones she walks in everyone's actually actually she just stops in her tracks she's like child let me talk to child (laughs) like i heard that
1: like she has not changed as far as that goes which i would not ever assume she would but like when she went to phoenix there was a bunch of people commenting on their social media posts if like it mentioned her talking about how she stayed for so long talking to all the fans and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, my heart, like to see other people recognize it. Oh yeah. The best.
0: I love that. She'll never, she will never change. I promise that she will no, never change. No, <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have you on. I think in the second half of the pod, after our break, we're going to really like dig into uh, women's basketball. And if you're up for it, dig into a little bit of the volleyball as well. Just let us yeah. know what's going on with the teams, what to look for, what we should be getting excited about, et cetera.
1: Yes, I would love nothing more than to talk Iowa State women's
0: basketball and volleyball with you. Perfect. Well, uh, we of course miss Steph. Uh, She is super busy today. We were scheduled and then she was just like, if I," I think she literally said, I have so many balls in the air right now. If I do not like place one down carefully they're all gonna fall and she has done this for me before where she found somebody uh and so i was like i got this i will Mm -hmm. i will get it covered for you but we will have her back uh in two weeks and um just happily continue this podcast. As always, uh, we are supported by our friends at the Ivy College of Business who, Jamie, I don't know if you know, but we're obsessed with the Ivy College of Business. We're so excited for all of the students well into their semester. Um, I would just like to say to the students, um, Ivy College of Students, uh, Ivy College of Business students, Halloween is coming up. And I just want to tell you that when I was a freshman in college, I painted my face like Gene Simmons from Kiss. I had the wig. I had an awesome black rock outfit. And I went out, I was 18, just painfully unsure of myself, zero self-esteem but I thought that, that this would be a good idea. And all of the girls were just dressed like hoochie mamas. And I was like, well, I don't wanna stand out this much. So I went back and I dressed up like a cowgirl and that is my biggest re- regret of college. So I would like to say to all those at Iowa State, especially our friends at the IAB College of Business, as, as Halloween approaches, as spooky season approaches, don't be afraid to be gene simmons all right guys all right do you have what 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 did you dress up like jamie like did you have some Uh, epic outfits
1: well so uh i've as as anyone who like knows me well knows uh and anyone who then follows me for a while starts to figure out and get very confused by uh, i've led a lot of of lives one of them being that i'm like a professional makeup artist on the side a little bit so (laughs) so college was always like what kind of extremely extra outfit can i do so i mean starting from like freshman year i did like a classic cracked porcelain doll face paint
0: that was fun
1: um and then my junior year i just was looking at pictures the other day um, I had actually taken the stage makeup class at Iowa state cause I was also a performing arts minor naturally. Um, so I had all my like scar wax and stuff. I didn't even have to go oh. find it. So I literally like did ridges down my face and then with threads stitched my skin back together. Ooh. That was, and then my boyfriend at the time now husband just had like a, blood splattered uh jacket so he was the mad scientist that was that was really good and then this year of all years i've already told you this of all the years that my hair is not the like natural bright blonde it is when we could just have the easiest costume of he literally owns a travis kelsey jersey and i get told by people all the time including you out of nowhere the other night that i look like taylor swift Uh, that would have been such be a
0: good easy. one can never be that would have been such a good one i was trying to get arnold to go as odell beckham jr and i would get b kim kardashian because i think <laughs> that they're dating but maybe that ship has sailed well and yeah by just- the
1: time you get to halloween like
0: <laughs> that ship i've I, the, the kim kardashian is just so easy i just put pillows in my in my sh- pants i just wear <laughs> leggings and put pillows in the back of them anyway <laughs> We can talk about we could talk about Halloween outfits, Halloween costumes for the rest of our lives. Malcolm, my son wants to be the guy who fixes stop signs. what What does that mean? He said he wants a safety vest. ok. I'll just get you a safety vest, and you'll it's just gonna be...
1: end up where he's like basically recreating that Visha Wright picture from yes, the whole, yes. like, carrying, the
0: carrying a stop sign. Oh my gosh. My child, my child. (laughs) So let's just get to the, get to the nitty gritty. I was thinking about this last weekend and it was actually an incredible weekend for Iowa state, incredible weekend, both in Iowa state football, as well as like the Iowa state guys playing in the NFL it was such Mm -hmm. a fun positive weekend on the podcast we always do like red flags winners losers i was having trouble thinking of red flags and losers because it was such a positive weekend for me Uh, i i had a a blast we went to the game uh on saturday so I'll back up a little bit. We tailgated on Saturday because my brother and his partner were in town from California. They're not sporty spices. Mm. Uh, But when we went to visit them, they took us to a Dodgers game. Uh, And so they're like, we want to... You know, we want to come and tailgate with you guys. Your pictures from the Iowa game looked really fun. We want to come and do that. So we kind of put together a mini tailgate. Just It was just us. Uh, we had a couple friends stop by. Uh... <laughs> My brother made espresso martinis, and so we drank we drank espresso martinis for four hours in the grass lots. Okay, I was by... already <laughs> upset I missed it. Like I know, surrounded by uh, youngsters, we decided that the the group of people next to us were probably engineers. At one point in time, they were playing bags, but they had put the bags over their bodies so the hole lined up with their crotch and then trying to throw the bags into the hole they had and...
1: such supreme confidence that no yes. one had hand-eye coordination that it wasn't yes. even a threat <laughs> yes.
0: so we had fun watching them we just brought our little tiny grill and like grilled some hot dogs and burgers and stuff and just hanged out hung out hanged out Hung out with John and Paul, and it was a really good time. We I really only get to see them twice a year, maybe uh, sometime usually in the fall or the summer, and then uh, around Christmas time. So it was really fun to just sit around with them. And then we did a trade off where my dad dropped off my daughter, and picked up the boys so uh because they didn't want to go to the game they just wanted to (laughs) tailgate Uh, but Rosa was doing the cheer camp at halftime which was major I will just say and I've said this on Twitter so many times but for those of you who have not heard me say this the cheer squad the spirit squad is run like a well-oiled machine Their cheer camps are phenomenal. Uh, They're fun. My daughter wants to be a cheerleader when she grows up now because she loves it so much. Uh, There's one particular cheerleader named Hope who has been Rosa's cheerleader. She's been the leader of her little group for every single cheer camp that she's done. So She started last year in football and then in basketball, the they put her with hope again which just made like put me at ease i mean at the time she was six years old she has hearing aids she struggles to hear when there's a lot going on she's a little bit shy in some circumstances especially in that sort of circumstance uh maybe not naturally athletic quite yet (laughs) but um just enjoys it so much and so she was with hope who knew her knew her situation could keep an eye on her and so then we requested to be with hope again we ran into her uh at uh at an uh, we will event or i think it was rbtv event uh we ran into her and she remembered rosa and stuff and so she got to be in hope's group again and and she's gonna be hopefully in Hope's group for basketball, uh, and that'll be Hope's very last oh my cheer gosh. camp because she's graduating. I know. That's- I'm like, I'm like a little, I'm a little choked up about it because yeah, I feel yes. like we've gotten to know her. And anyway, having I love known it.
1: cheerleaders, I assume that she feels the same way. Like no. I've known, I've known many a cheerleader over the years. Like growing up as like older ones and then obviously like as peers and stuff
0: and then yeah
1: they they love them very much especially when you get
0: them that often so we loved that it was so much fun um but the basketball game did you get to what are the basketball game the it's football season i'm already ahead to basketball when i shouldn't be because we won this freaking football game like i was not expecting it Arnold, my husband was very optimistic. I did not think we would win because I don't want to get my heart broken, but did you get to watch the game at all? I did actually. So, you know, I was
1: over in Phoenix, so like crazy time change, whatever. Um, but we, we came back for our, our afternoon nap. Um, it was, yeah. (laughs) look we're in our we're in our late 20s now
0: um, oh, okay. okay i'm sorry
1: I'm it's sorry. uh it was me and my husband and then two of his best friends from college um one who still lives in iowa and then the last one who lives in phoenix now so the three of us flew out and visited her so um they all went to the wrong school in iowa so they were not uh up watching this game with me but we (laughs) we kind of scheduled out our day um and it just so happened that that was kind of our time slot where we were like yes we have we have been very busy kind of nose to the grindstone here having fun so much fun but a lot of fun uh so as i'm sitting there i'm like well football games coming (laughs) Guess I'll guess I'll flip this sucker on my tablet here. And then I just kind of sat there like looking around as everyone else is just passed out and like kind of giggling to myself as we proceed to get like three interceptions in a quarter or like three (laughs) overs or whatever in a quarter. Like two interceptions. I'm like what what's happening like looking around like there's no one for me to talk to about this so i'm like texting in the corner (laughs) and then by the time we went back out to do anything we like had the game well in hand
0: yeah so the first quarter we had those two turnovers i think two interceptions and did nothing with them right and so
1: and the turnover on downs (laughs) and that's part of what i was laughing at is i'm just like this is this is like funny this is kind of ridiculous like ah!"
0: it, it was like either this is going to go really poorly where we're going to end up with three or four interceptions and nothing to show for it and end up losing the game or our offense is going to catch up to the defense yeah. and start to score which is what we ended up doing we did start to finally inevitably yeah. Score. frankly
1: not the one that I like would have been putting my money on. like I'm very much like you like I am just so jaded like I can't really have expectations for my own, like well-being. Like, I just, I feel like I have, I have no way of impacting this. And so I just, I can't hope for anything. I just go in with no expectations with very low investment. And then if things go well, I can be pleasantly surprised. And if they go poorly, I just quit paying attention.
0: Yep yep I just mechanism. totally like disassociate pretend I don't like sports that's totally like I just have to be pessimistic for my own well-being. I totally agree but I just I felt like we had a really balanced attack finally when we started yeah. scoring we had a really balanced attack um really I mean we figured out how to run the ball I, at first. TCU was running the ball I thought pretty well they also weren't scoring it was like tight as I mean
1: truly it was like a couple of the turnovers I felt like we had gained points just by not having TCU put points on the board so it's like yeah I want to score off of it but at the very least then they don't score when they were like you know, about to walk into the end zone. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, I thought that they were running the ball really well. They were doing something that we don't do very often, which is kind of bounce to the outside. And I don't know if it's because our running backs don't have speed, which I just, I don't believe that. Uh, maybe it's the the blocking of the offensive line, which maybe I, I believe a little bit more, but uh, they were really finding success kind of bouncing to that outside. Uh getting to the getting to the sidelines and running down the sidelines uh we tried and tried again to run it up the middle and eventually it it kind of started to work (laughs) (laughs) um uh, eventually we found some holes which was uh which was nice i will say tcu is clearly like rebuilding this year um i i would say maybe had I don't know if they're on an upward trajectory or if they're just kind of up and down uh, as the years go by, but this is definitely not one of their better years, but still, I would say it's a solid win. It's a conference win. I think it was a solid win.
1: I mean, I know we were talking about this in like some of my group chats where we were kind of trying to contextualize like where we're at right now. Because, yeah, TCU is, like, definitely not the team they were last year. Like, that's, that's like, putting it mildly, right? Right, right. But, like, I personally was – I was very, very, very upset after the CyHawk game, which I'm not even going to get back into. <laughs> yeah. Um And then after we lost to Ohio, I was just like, okay, I am basically – anticipating being tuned out for this season but like yeah. in retrospect now like seeing how they've performed against oklahoma state like getting that win and then mm-hmm. against tcu like actually legitimately looking like they had stuff figured out especially going into like the second half it's like okay they really were like very sick against ohio and then you're yeah looking at oklahoma and you're like okay and oklahoma is also like even better than um, they had been getting yes. credit for. Like and you get yep. to kind of close to the midpoint of the season where you can start actually understanding like who people are as a whole Not just like assumptions based off a game Or two and you're like okay You know I think I can probably like deal With where we're at right now like Maybe the sky isn't falling <laughs> Quite yet
0: I think that you brought up Ohio if that Ohio game Keeps us out of bowl contention I'm going to be Very grumpy yeah. Very grumpy And it Less feels than like Less feel. <laughs> it feels like that is possible as a pessimist I will say it feels like that is possible but that was the game I mean that's all really I have to say about it I'm so glad that we won do you have anything else to say about it
1: I mean it was just it was it was very fun to watch like a positive game in a positive environment where mm-hmm. like there really wasn't a time where you were like having to claw back like that just when's the last time that happened honestly like I can't remember it like even Oklahoma yeah. State at times you were kind of like biting your fingernails a little bit Um, and so just to have it be like okay the bad parts were like not being able to score off of turnovers and like I said like I felt like this saving the points was just as important so yeah. like you got it in like amazing like so close to the ends of whatever like You're right nah, you know you got a turnover and then you send it back you can just keep playing but like to continue on and to actually then end up winning to legitimately look like the better team uh heart goes out to uh the tcu quarterback room to send in three guys and to have all of them throw an interception. Like that actually is like, that bites. And especially coming from a school who has had basically no consistency at quarterback for the entirety of their existence. (laughs) Look, we empathize, we empathize, not enough to not, you know, get the interceptions, but like, it was just nice to see a lot of really good things happen in a day where like, I already was thinking, okay, this is great. You know, it's a Jack Trace Memorial game. Like there's a lot of really impactful off field stuff as well. And then to have it culminate with like, actually performing on the field when I frankly was not even letting myself anticipate that it really just like, couldn't have been
0: better. Definitely. And you actually brought up a good point, And it brings me to some of my winners of the weekend. I really thought that the whole Jack Trice celebration was awesome. I thought it was done well. Um, I wouldn't mind doing it, honestly, every year, make it one of our games, make it like the Jack Trice legacy game. We wear those same jerseys. The jerseys look sharp um the I like I dig the Ames and maybe it's because we went we both went to Ames High maybe we, went <laughs> we Ames are like High. number one
1: Ames fans <laughs> yeah
0: I like I like the Ames I like those helmets um but more than all of that I just really liked uh hearing from the players perspective what it meant to them to be playing in a stadium named after a black player and to hear his story and to you know hear what happened um and what he went through and to read uh read his letter that he wrote it, i just thought that it was all of the pomp and circumstance like it was it was deserved and it mm-hmm. was nice and it was i don't know it just it felt right and it felt good and i didn't hear anybody say anything negative about any of that which made me really happy
1: I really I mean one of the things that I absolutely loved was seeing them confer like the honorary posthumous degree to Jack Mm -hmm. Trice like just to acknowledge that like hey you know this is about like so much more than football for so many reasons but like one of the top ones being like why he was there in the first place like the education that he Mm -hmm. was seeking and like the intent that he had with that um I thought that that was um it was it was just really cool to see that done um and yeah I mean it, it definitely is wild to me like obviously I grew up around it and so I've known the story for a long time but to see how many people were not aware still of you know who Jack Trice was, um, and, and why he is so important for not just Iowa state, but like across the entire country, you know, with, with how few stadiums have, uh, that namesake of a black athlete, like that's so wild, um, still, but just to like have that shared more, uh, I mean, that's, that's always going to be a positive in my book so i thought that they killed it uh last week drove down saw all the banners up and stuff like that uh, which i know they've really been promoting this year but um i just yeah it was cool to have like some stuff that's kind of cool for fan reasons with throwback uniforms and things like that but to actually keep the main thing the main thing consistently it's very easy for that to not occur and i felt like at least from my perspective iowa state did so i was i was really happy to see that
0: great i love that so that is one of my winners we always kind of do winners and losers my other winner of the weekend was brock purdy uh i thought that he and i mean this the horse is is dead we've been beating it and it's dead but he's been playing incredibly uh his season has gotten off to an incredible start picked up where he left off before he got injured last year Uh, and I really think and I I thought this and I I didn't want to write it down quite until I had heard some of the like sports talking heads talk a little bit uh, this morning but one of the first things that Dan Patrick said this morning was that Brock Purdy had put himself in MVP contention and that's wild to me uh and one of the things that he said about that that i thought was really interesting is that one of his mvp qualities is that he is so inexpensive and the fact that he's making less than a million allows for them to have other superstars on the roster and just adds to how important he is and just adds to his entire package and i was like that's such an interesting way of looking at that and i hadn't thought about that before but he's playing like a superstar on on a budget you know on, what i mean like, like on the on on the <laughs> most shoestring of budget yes on such well, a budget it, that he apparently has to share rent with somebody yeah, else yeah, like yeah, another yeah. player alignment on the team because yeah. he can't i mean he can afford it he's he's making just under a million but he has other they're deals like, and stuff he's, he's yeah. not hurting
1: yeah no it's it's so funny because yeah. like he's, I, he's
0: covering I mean- his expenses
1: I always see that stuff, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of the way that like women's sports operates in general. Like, I'm so used to seeing like WNBA players be like, oh no, yes. I'll take a, I'll like take a smaller contract on the hush because we need other players. But no, like, it's yes. it's great. Like, people are really appreciating him. There was like video going around of him volunteering at like the Boys and Girls Club in the area, and you just. Uh-huh. You you love to see it. Like he has been I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> so consistent. Oh my gosh, he's been so consistent, he's been yeah. so good, like yeah, sure, it's it's a system that is built to have success, but like I'm sorry, I'm not rolling out there and being in yeah. MVP contention. Like yeah. that's just There's something to be said for someone who is, like, intelligent enough to run a system and do what they're supposed Uh to do and show up. And there's so many other things that can go wrong and can screw things up, like chemistry, ego, just all of that. And none of that has been an issue with Brock to this point. And I don't anticipate those two particular factors becoming an issue either um, so it's it's very fun, especially as someone who like has generally really never had much of an interest in the NFL beyond like playing fantasy. Uh I care about what he has to do because I think he represents Iowa State really well and it's just really fun. So I am yeah, I'm very much enjoying it.
0: I love that. Well, do you have any winners from the weekend? I gave you a little bit of notice, but not very much.
1: Yeah, I um I've got I've got a winner. Um, the the fall girlies gender neutral one with um with the weather with the weather uh you were able to you were able to like rock a cute fall fit for the weekend like you were able to bust out your your new like home field charlie hustle whatever jackets um for for the football game and you can plan a pumpkin patch trip whenever the (laughs) rain stops after this so like that's all around and i i left from like 50 degree weather to 100 degree weather all day and came back to like you know 60 70s and i'm like perfectly happy right here like
0: we were driving up to ames yeah we were driving up to ames and i was like there are a couple leaves turning but not quite i would guess in two weeks driving back up to ames there's gonna be some more leaves turning
1: yeah that's uh that's been happening at my house (laughs) we've got like a japanese maple in the front yard and it's just like here you go
0: i'm early (laughs) so
1: you get a long raking season
0: we had our one tree in the backyard cut down don't get me started we had this one tree cut down Uh, and I was like, great, no leaves. And then I looked out the window the other day and leaves from all of the neighboring trees were flying into our yard. I was like, no, you stop it. Stop it right now. We
1: do get the benefit of being like the most shaded house on our block. So like that Mm. absolutely rocks, but, oh, we're going to have to go rake tomorrow before it gets.
0: Damn. Okay. So I have, uh, I wrote down losers and my loser this week is... Uh, so Simone Biles has to take a deduction on her vaults because her vault is so crazy dangerous that if she doesn't do it perfectly, she might get hurt. But there's always coaches spotting on the bars for the bars moves and so i'm like why why can't you guys just catch up to how good simone is and how like powerful and how like dangerous the things that she is doing and just let her have a spotter can we just do that
1: i'm gonna like go back to what i just was saying about brock purdy like if i went out there and tried to do a somersault, I would probably hurt myself. (laughs) So if we're using like someone far below anyone else's skill, like if if we're using like the average as your, your barometer, that's gonna be wrong to begin with. Like it would be wrong to penalize every gymnast because I'm not flexible. and because i have the grace of like a newborn giraffe like that would not be fair so to penalize simone because she's so head and shoulders above every other gymnast that exists is flat out raw like and i don't know how long people have to like scream this until it gets through (laughs) apparently like more than five six years but like it is it is so out of control it is so crazy and the way that like she still just does it she's like well yeah that like i'm but i'm gonna do it
0: yeah and i'm still gonna gonna be better even
1: if you're gonna give me a deduction right okay fine like go ahead and hamstring me more but like god she is uh incredible hey internet is going
0: in and out do you see me there jamie
1: Yes. Am I here? I do know. Yes. Can you
0: see me? Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm alive. Our Internet is slow, and I'll tell you why, because every person in this house is on their tablet right now. That's why. (laughs) But we're going to take a quick break. uh, And when we come back, we are going to talk to Jamie about Iowa State volleyball and Iowa State women's basketball uh, and and kind of preview the season. see what she is seeing. She's been to some uh, super secretive uh, practices and so kind of get the lowdown but before we go uh i just want to remind you guys uh hope wood has been such a great supporter of us uh she has her will in a day program i don't know if you've heard about this jamie but she can put your will together if can you guess how long it takes her it's gotta be a week at least oh my gosh it's a will in a day it's it's right in the right in the name her will in the day program. Um, if you don't have your will put together, listen. Let let's get it done. Let's get it done because things could happen, uh, and we don't want to think about those things. But we just want to be safe. And and hope is a great supporter of us, and we love her. And she has a special code for fanatics listeners uh, where you can get fifty percent off. Just use the code fanatic uh when you sign up for that will in a day program and we will be right back okay jamie we're back i can hear my children crying upstairs i'm glad i'm not up there (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad i'm down here in my husband's bathroom i (gasps) is that where you know. podcast from now yes this is where i po- no we usually go into the studio but um aiden had some things going on it was it must be a full moon because everyone has some things going on i carved there's out like a crazy eclipse this week is there the it, listen there is something happening Maybe friday mercury is in gatorade there's something happening uh but everybody's lives are a little crazy and so we pulled it together here uh and lucky that we did because i am very excited to hear about the volleyball and basketball teams and let's start with the volleyball since they are in season right now uh what are you seeing what are you excited about uh how are they playing i think they're playing very well in a really tough conference tell us about it
1: oh my gosh alisa i am i'm so excited so uh, I, I don't do things halfway, like, I, um I get I get very into it. So last year, like halfway through the volleyball season, I started getting kind of reengaged, I had my life organized enough that I could like pay attention to something else. And it just reminded me how much I adore volleyball. Um, I played for like a hot second, played a little bit of club, played a couple years into, into high school, but like was not a high level player at, at any sense. Um, but it is first, let me give like my very brief spiel on volleyball, which is that I think it's one of the most accessible sports for a layperson yeah. Because like you have inbounds, you have that you can hit the ball three times. And that's like the core (laughs) basics here. Like there are other rules in play, but if you understand that much, like you can pretty much watch it. So huge, huge volleyball advocate here. But like coming into the season, I was like, I am going to be all in and that ended up being a good move since I ended up calling Quite a few games. I I hadn't called ISU volleyball before. I had always kind of been their backup if they needed me, and mm-hmm. and uh, thankfully they had mostly had Rachel Hockaday Peterson, former player. She uh, is their analyst. But I jumped in for one game, and from that I was like, wow, like I am even more hooked now. It was actually the Drake versus Iowa State game in Ames, um, and so after that started calling Drake, but <laughs> Iowa State is like they're, they're playing better than I anticipated. And I thought they would be pretty dang good. Um, they had some solid players coming back, but they lost one of the best players in school history in Eldor Holthouse after last mm-hmm. year. So it was, I think it was viewed from the outside as potentially like a little bit of a rebuilding year. Um, they were picked kind of middle of the pack big 12, Lo and behold, here they are five games into the season and they're sitting right at third after undefeated Texas and UCF. So they're, they're really nailing it. Their only loss in conference play has come from Baylor, who's been pretty consistently ranked. They've dropped quite a few games. So actually they may have dropped back out of the rankings, but they're, they're a very, very solid team. Um, they'll win a lot of games. They'll probably end up top half of the Big Twelve, despite where they're sitting right now, kind of inexplicably. But Iowa State for everything they're doing right now, they are even more well positioned to be dominant for the next two years after. Wow. Which is honestly terrifying if you're <laughs> anyone else in the Big Twelve. Like you've got Maya Duckworth, who yep. was all freshman team last year came into the season a little bit hurt has really been kind of returning to her peak form. Having a 58 outside hitter is unconventional to say the least. <laughs> to
0: say the least, yeah. At yes. a
1: power 5 school especially. Um but she just, she just floats in the air. She is She, does, yeah. she is incredible um And then you add in, you've got Pam McCune, who's a freshman. She's a middle blocker, um, kind of came in thinking, okay, we, we might see her some, but you had, um, both Jordan hop and Alexis Engelbrick coming back. who are both seniors who are both middle blockers. So you're like, okay, maybe Pam gets in there. She was like one of the highest ranked recruits that the schools had in a long time, but all of a sudden she comes out, she's really executing. So she's bringing in a ton of depth. You've got Nile Gonzalez, who is, she's impressive. Like she is muscular. She is athletic. Like she just hits the ball straight down at you. I would never in a million years want to be on the (laughs) other end of a hit from Gonzalez there. Um, but she's a freshman as well. She's been, she's the defending big 12, uh, freshman of the week um it's it's a fairly young team in a lot of very key positions and they're just they're really killing it like there's really not another way to say it and not just because a kill is a cheesy volleyball pun like i know (laughs) i've been i've been really really impressed where i thought you know they'd be solid but i certainly could not have predicted that they would be sitting at 13 and three sitting at third in the big 12 right now. Um, Christy Johnson lens has just done. She's always been amazing. Um, But they've, they've really been open to making some adjustments. They've been open to kind of bringing people in and out of lineups at different spots. Um, And the players have, I think been really open to that. It seems like as well, you know, if there's someone who maybe only plays, one set out of a four game match or a five game match they're going out and they're just giving it their all in that set you know they're they're not letting yeah. it get them down that oh you know i'm not playing as much like they're taking advantage of those opportunities which is always impressive but especially again with how young they are so um it's it really is exciting like i'm I was trying to remember, like, exactly the numbers there. And, yeah, they do have Pam, Nayeli, and then they have uh, two redshirt freshmen in Kirsten Schmidt and Lily Wachholz, and then they've got um, – let's see if they have any other freshmen – I think it's the four, like consistently contributing freshmen. And then Reagan Larkin was pretty well heralded and she came in. She hasn't played yet. She's been hurt. So probably going to be a redshirt as well. But you're looking at yeah. like five very, very solid young players. In addition to Maya Duckworth, like yeah. not even mentioning yeah her so wow. it's, it's very exciting and they're just they're so fun to watch it like it's an added bonus that they're very very tight with the basketball team
0: mm. uh for
1: me but they are just, I can't wait till I get to Ames again to go see another match. I'll have to line up my schedule of like when, yeah. when I have to be at games and when I can get to Ames again. But I'm super, yeah. super excited to do so. They actually had one of their games upgraded to ESPN already that wasn't scheduled to initially. So like if that doesn't tell yeah. you where they're at, you know, that's huge.
0: Yeah. And I feel like we could get a Maya Duckworth killing it NIL t-shirt deal oh that'd be
1: that'd be terrific
0: if you're out there anyone who does nil t-shirt deals michael uh i was gonna say who could be possibly (laughs) michael um but i'm just saying just an idea if anybody uh is interested i would buy a shirt there you go 20 bucks I'll give you 20 bucks. Uh, So the volleyball team, incredibly exciting. Uh, And you mentioned that they are close with the basketball team. The basketball season is coming up before you know it. How, like, when is the first game? It's November 6th.
1: It's less than a month. Wow, that is.
0: It's less than a month. Mm -hmm, And how do you feel about this team?
1: I'm, I'm very excited. I will say that much. Um it's it's funny because uh the Big 12 like preseason awards just came out yep. and preseason coaches poll and I saw people both upset that Iowa State wasn't picked higher and then saying that they thought we should have been lower so <laughs> probably we're about right like yeah. they they came in at 6th and I said like even to my friends who were like oh like outraged on on their <laughs> behalf on my behalf I'm like yeah. no I think that's valid yeah. you know like when when you have the the amount of production returning that we do yep. and the amount of new faces I I understand that like I think that it's completely valid mm-hmm. um but I I certainly believe that there is the potential to finish higher than that. Like it's yeah. it's tough because you need to see everyone like actually out there on the floor. And I know, you know, it's, it's very well known. Emily Ryan's still working her way back from injury. Like mm-hmm. she is, she's continuing to make progress. You know, she's, she's definitely doing that. Um, I, I don't have like a, the timeline here that I can reference for everyone. Sorry, right. I'm not breaking right. that news today, but she's making progress, but um, What I, like, have been really so impressed with and, like, literally the number one thing that I would highlight here is just how impressed I've been and really how proud I've been of Nymir Dew with Emily out. Like, she has been just a rock. And she's really stepped up to the plate. Like, it's been crazy. The two years that she spent at Iowa State already – She's played fully out of her position. Like her yeah. first year here after transferring over from Butler, her sophomore year, she was playing in the post, playing the 4 5 and she managed, you know, she she did fairly well, but that's just not her position. So that's that can get very very frustrating for a player to be mm-hmm. put in kind of that spot, um but she made it through. Uh, She grinned and and bore it. And then you come in for her junior year and it's like, Nye, great news. We're not going to have you do that again. (laughs) Until you lose both Beatrice Jordan and Stephanie Suarez. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just kind of another addition of like, you kind of shrug your shoulders. Like, what are you going to do? We, we saw her play a little bit on the perimeter before Steph went down um but even so she was already having to kind of pop into the four at the very least because B was never really able to play. So um finally this year there is there's post depth <laughs>
0: there's
1: there's that okay yeah. you've you've got you've got um you've got uh Isnell yeah. you've got uh coming in from sacramento state you've got hottie crooks you've mm-hmm. got izzy zingaro coming back mm-hmm. those are all people that'll play the five yeah all right and then you've also got uh jalen bristow you've got addy brown both of whom are fully capable of playing the four yep. like you've got all that so nye we can pop you <laughs> in at the four we can play you at the three yeah we can play you at the two you know i i tweeted this like months ago but there's a lineup in which iowa state like doesn't have a player below six foot and they average like six two or six three and that's without people playing out of position like that's just people playing their natural positions
0: to be to be an iowa state team with an embarrassment of riches in the post is <laughs> unprecedented
1: it's been it's been a long time <laughs> it's, it's been, been a, it's been, been a while I mean you'd have to go back to Anna Prince, Chelsea Poppins, Amanda yep. Zimmerman, and and even then, like Anna liked to play at the perimeter here and <laughs> there too. So like, you know, you've got your six seven kid popping out to hit yeah. the three. Where have we seen that before? But oh. it's uh it's uh it's very exciting there. Um, but like I, I had to make sure I like heat prays upon nye because yeah. um everyone knows emily like obviously emily is incredible like i adore her as well um i think of both her and i's like my little sisters you know they've been here i love them um she's been around she's been doing a lot even without being able to do everything um and she's been recognized with her uh preseason all big 12 uh nod which is also deserved um but i i really have been so impressed with the way that nai has has stepped up and been able to just do do what needs to be done has really been a leader um been out there you know emily's the one who's whose voice always rings through the gym during free throws and stuff calling out as everyone makes them cheering them on and and nai has really joined that din um which is which is huge just doing the little things those two are are very connected they they seem to have been communicating really well during this you know they were calling plays the other day and practice together like looking at the list and stuff so uh that's super heartening um and that just man i tell you what like the the new players that we've got they can play okay you you've got to see them out there um it's You've got to see them actually playing in a game scenario, but I know that they, they performed in Italy and that's with barely having played together. That's with both Emily and Hannah Bellinger were out and Isnell wasn't there yet. So like, you're talking almost no veterans there, like you're talking, you've got Nye as your older one. And then Izzy (laughs) and Shantavia. like that's that's just not a lot of consistency. So to have executed there was a good start, but then they've, they've continued to build on it. You know, I'm, I'm very, very high on Isnell. Uh, I think that she has tremendous potential. Um, not just because of how physically capable she is, which I mean, just, just look at her. Like she <laughs> looks like a, Weightlifting model. Like she's incredible. Like she's she's very defined. She also has incredible style. Like (laughs) she looks like she stepped out of like a fashion ad in a weightlifting magazine. Like obsessed. Do we need to absolutely obsessed?
0: Can we get like game day fits from the social media team or something? Please.
1: If it's gonna come from anyone, it'll come from her like she'll get off like her cute little skirt like she'll have some cute shoes with it like love it but like okay so she's very physically capable she can jump out of the gym but like so coachable like has such a great attitude I talked to her the other day when I was at practice afterwards I'm like hey I've heard you've been working so hard like love to hear it so excited I'm like you were working on the free throw and immediately she's like ah today not my day and before i could even say like hey but it's okay but she goes but tomorrow tomorrow will be my day and Ah. i was just like yes like that's that's what you want like that is literally like the biggest thing you want as like a coach as a spectator as anyone to hear so like her attitude is amazing she did very impressive things out at Sacramento State. Um, so, I'm really excited to see her opportunity to kind of translate to the Power Five, especially. She's got two years here, so that'll be huge. Uh, Hannah Bellinger, she's a great shooter. <laughs> she's uh, as advertised. Um, love to see, just... Everyone that I saw did positive things. Like it's, it's nice to have a Jones in the building. Still Kelsey's yeah. <laughs> she's got a, got a quicker release than I anticipated. Yeah, she, uh, that was a fun little surprise. When I was there, she was like shooting lights out. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Addie Brown's a McDonald's all American. She knows ball. She's smart. Shantavia's out there. She can really handle the ball. You know, she knows her teammates. She'll communicate well. Uh, Izzy, she's, it's always fun to have a left-handed post. That's kind of a fun one. Yeah. Um, Jalen has like a nose for the ball. Like she, she almost has like the Jones nose for the ball that like mm-hmm. you've come to expect from that family. Like it's kind of crazy. She just like runs on instinct sometimes, I think. So I don't know. There's. There's a lot of really little things that I like that we'll have to obviously see come together and see people get healthy and things like that but i I'm really excited and I understand that people will always be negative about literally anything and everything and I'm not here to like really push back on that because it is what it is and I don't really have like the time and energy to battle against bad faith arguments from the jump yeah uh, to be blunt but i'm very it, it's it's a good environment to be around right now and that would be like the number one thing that i would want from it uh and to go along with it there's good basketball being played so i'm very excited um i'm just excited to see everyone get out there they're there's there's very talented players there so I'm excited. Like I'm getting to the point where I can actually like start to think about doing game prep and have it not be like absurdly early. Yeah. Which when I was doing it 2 months ago, that was absurdly early. Uh but now yeah. uh no, When no, I was like legit. when I was like running player comps and stuff 2 months ago, I, that was that was too soon. Like I still <laughs> did it, but like it was yeah. it was a little bit unhinged, but now if I did it, it'd be normal. So now I can actually talk about it and not have people like worried about me, but I don't even have time. Cause I have three volleyball games coming up this weekend. So we'll get to that. But like, yes, I'm, I'm very excited. I love the team. I, I mean, I tend to love the team a lot. Uh, that's, that seems like something that is always going to come out of my mouth, but I I'm particularly high on this group. I'm I'm very heartened by what I saw considering it could have been a lot worse to be blown. Like it could, it could have been a lot worse to have the, the amount of new players and the, you know, have an MB hurt and things like that. Like there mm-hmm. could be a, a big gap in leadership. Uh, there could be difficulty in morale, you know, there, there could be a lot of those things not showing up very easily. And yet I walked in the gym and I saw good things.
0: I saw very good things. I love that. And I know that as the season goes on, you're going to be tweeting about it. You're going to be on other podcasts talking about it. So, uh, before, before we close out, can you just kind of tell everybody where to find you on the Twitter X machine, Uh, (laughs) any podcasts you're on, just let us know where to find you.
1: Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on, uh, yeah, whatever you call the website. I'll always call it Twitter. It's <laughs> it's very easy on there. I'm at jsteyz, J-S-T-E-Y-Z. Um, that's my handle on all platforms. And then I am the co-host of the 1012 podcast. Um, That is at 1012network, T-E-N, the number one, two network on Twitter. Um, That is a podcast that covers the entire Big 12. Uh, I always come in there with a lot of jokes uh, about anything that I don't really care to watch myself. Uh, I will at least have a good quip on. And then I will make sure that there is always volleyball and women's basketball coverage. So that's super fun. Um, And then in the interim before basketball season starts i will be on all but one of drake volleyball's home volleyball matches and those are all streamed on espn plus so if you have espn plus for watching iowa state you can also catch drake volleyball which is currently sitting at second in the valley behind you and i because besides a women's basketball state iowa is a volleyball state
0: heck yeah we are We definitely are. Well, I am so glad that I got to have you on the pod, not only because you know so much about women's sports, but also because you're my very good friend and I love you so much. So this is the end. Um, It's been a little bit of a longer podcast, but I think that it's been one that people might go back and listen to a couple of times, especially as we get a little bit closer to the season, a little closer to the women's basketball season and uh, just try and get get to know these girls a little bit. Um, And I think that you laid it out really well. And so I appreciate that. And this is where we're going to wrap it up. Usually Steph says go Cyclones and I say go State. So can you say go Cyclones? Go Cyclones. Go State.